Hello and welcome. You are listening to SOAS Concert Series Behind the Music with Alex and Katie in our show dedicated to showcasing and promoting unique free concerts of the SOAS University Concert Series. In a string of new pre-concert shows and post-concert show highlights, we aim to get to know a bit more about the performers, their music and the music in their regions. The next concert in the series takes place on Monday the 20th of October in the Brunei Gallery and we'll see Verdun's band take to the stage. Featuring 15 musicians from seven countries and three continents, Verdun's band explores the possibilities when traditions are shared, creativity is freed and diversity is embraced. And in the studio today, we are delighted to welcome two members of the band, Charu Hari Haran, a singer and percussionist from India, and Cassandra Belbar, a recorder and bagpipe player from France. So welcome to the studio. Thank, Thank you. Yous. How are you both today? Very well. Thank very, you well. very well. Amazing. Yes, way. Okay, so let's get started. Could you tell us a bit about the background of Verdin's band and how you formed as a group? Yeah, the whole idea of the band was put forward by two members of our band presently called Arvid Rask and Eric Rask. They are a part of a band called Colonian. And uh, we performed together in 2010 for a small group called the Ethno On Road. Uh, which got chosen from the ethno music camp that happens every year in Sweden, Ratwick. And um, they had an idea of bringing musicians from very, very different parts of the world and put them together and make a new music because world music is quite a famous scene there. And uh, we actually were a part of a project which was introduced by them, but then gradually grew up to become a band. And now we are officially a lovely band (laughs) traveling to uh, Sweden almost every year now. And this is the first time in UK. So it's like growing far and wide. So you all met in Sweden at a world music kind of camp thing. We all met in Sweden and we belong to three different continents. That's (laughs) amazing. Um, And what does the word Verdens mean? Yeah, it's a Swedish word, word, which means worlds, worlds band, a band of world. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, so let's go to our first track. Um, Cassandra, could you introduce it for us? Yep, this first track is a composition by Colonian, um, one the band which Eric and Arvid are part of, and also Anna Muller and Misha Grind, um, and they wanted us to play this tune. We're not playing it on this tour, but it's a fantastic tune. Yeah. I hope you like okay. it. Okay, let's hear it. Oh 
sorts of uh, instruments and different musical styles there um, could you maybe just talk us through the different members of the band and where does everyone come from and what do they play yep so we're 15 people on stage uh, wow. so Claire and I of course <laughs> next to me I play next to David Foley who's from Scotland and who plays the flute he's also a very good baron player but he's an amazing flautist um, so the traditional Scottish-Irish wooden flute. Okay. Um, then there's Anna Malmström, who plays the clarinet, and she's pretty awesome as well. She plays the bass clarinet as well. She's oh, Swedish. Amazing. 
Um, and she plays in the feminist band called Sally Swag. Then we have Adam Grauman, who's one of the best double bass players I ever know. Uh, I mean, she's incredible. And he also plays the electric bass. Um, and he's very funny. And he comes from Sweden. Um, and then we have Dave Gray, who's the who's the funniest person in the band, I'd say, the little clown. He's fantastic. <laughs> Cheeky melody. Yeah, he's a melodian player. So I'm up from Newcastle. He studied at Folkworks. He's great as well. And he um, he used to live with Matty Jones, who's actually organising this UK tour, um, who plays the guitar. Okay. And uh, Matty's with um, next to Arvid and Eric. Arvid and Eric, well, Arvid plays the mandola, which is kind of a bigger mandolin, kind of the Irish mandolin. And um, Eric plays, he's playing guitar in this one, yeah, I think. Yeah, he's playing guitar. Oh, yeah, he's, he also plays the bass, but in this one he plays guitar. And both Eric and Arvid are from Sweden. I'll let Charo say the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm taking the next time. Um, <laughs> and we have Anna Muller, who's actually the daughter of uh, Ole Muller, who was, who was kind of a mentor of our band. And she yeah. plays on the fiddle. Okay. Then we have Thea Osland, who's also a wonderful fiddle player. Mm-hmm. And then there is Abdu coming from Senegal, who's an amazing singer and a kora player. I think uh, all the kora players in his family are like the face of Great. Senegal music. Yeah, he's Abdu Sisoko. Yeah, he's ah. Abdu Sisoko, oh, yeah. Okay. The Sisoko family is like yeah. all around the world playing music Great, everywhere. Great big griot family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's an amazing kora player. And then um, we have Misha and Tube. Both of them are percussionists. So we have like a range of percussion instruments ranging from uh, djembe to uh, kahun to darbuka and a lot of ambient percussions. Then I play on mridangam and ganjira. And then we have uh, Nava, who is a singer. Uh, she has different backgrounds. Like she, she sings Arabic and she sings Spanish. Uh, yes, she presently lives in Sweden, but she has like a tinge of world music to share with us. So that's that's basically the rest of the band. And we have an amazing sound engineer traveling with us called Alex Thaiberg. Yes, yes. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Much needed with with all those instruments. Yeah, yeah we need him. We really need him. He's <laughs> part of the band. That's a He's melting of pot of influences and traditions and instruments. Wow. <laughs> how did such a variety of traditions come together? It's, it just came. It just, just did. I, love I it. mean, how does it work from a logistic point of view? I mean, where do you rehearse? So at the beginning of every tour, we have um, the three or four days of rehearsals, which are really intensive days for between eight and 12 hours of rehearsal, I'd say. Um, so at the beginning, it was more learning tunes and then arranging them. Now it's more working on the arrangements, maybe learning a couple of more tunes and making them more interesting. Now we're getting more into the nitty gritty of actually working with the music and the instruments and because le- we know each other better, it gets more, even better every time. Um, and each person kind of directs his or her own tunes. So, for example, Charo directs the um, Indian tune, and sometimes it was really funny because last <laughs> last tour she had a bit of trouble getting her riders across because every time she was wanted something, she was like, I guess it's okay. And actually what she meant was like, I really want this, and nobody no, could understand that. It's kind of, again, uh, more than sharing of music, we also rehearse to know the cultures and the way of speaking and language because it's very different. In my place, if I need to put an idea forward and make it work, I can just simply say that, yeah, it sounds good this way. Can we make it possible or is it okay? Guess it's fine because you're trying to be polite and humble when you talk to people. Yeah. So that's quite the usual way of me expressing things to others. So if I say that uh, I don't think it's quite right, <laughs> it really means it's not right. <laughs> so so when I used to say that, like, maybe it sounds good. It actually means that, yeah, to me, it sounds good. 
does it sound good for you okay also yeah. so that's what it means like for us but when i came up here and i said like maybe guess so they they literally call me charu maybe you want to have dinner now <laughs> <laughs> so it turned out to be like a social joke of the way i speak yeah. but yeah i started learning out from it now i can literally say no i don't want that be direct be about direct. how that you yeah, want the song to India be yeah it's not about being direct yeah Uh-huh. I oh. hope Indians are listening to this. <laughs> it must take a lot of compromise, though, in terms of the like, arranging where, which bit of the melody goes where, or the yeah. who plays when, and yeah. like, not not that much. Um, generally, the, per- the there is a main person for the tune. Then last tour, for example, Arvid was being more of the logistics director. Like right now, you speak, you speak, you speak, because of course we all have ideas we all want to speak. But generally, everybody gets their say in their ideas, and. often the ideas are good and we work with them and then sometimes we play the tune once or twice and there's something wrong and someone says something and we just change that bit mm-hmm. and it actually turns out to be pretty good um and works works yeah. pretty well i mean it's surprising but it does you must all have quite a socialist kind of ethic then yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, yeah but i think more than socialist it's it's more like understanding each other yeah. so i know i think socialist is <laughs> not so much yeah. but this is like I know it's a world thing. Yeah. Respect. So, exactly. Respect. Respect. Amazing. Well, let's um move on then to go to another tune of your album and this one is Tamzara. Um could you tell us a little bit about Tamzara? Yeah, uh Tamzara is Anna Malmström's tune, so the clarinet player, and so it's a Balkan tune and she does an amazing solo on it. I don't think there's much more to say than that. Yeah. Okay. It's an amazing track.
that was an instrumental track, but you've got three amazing singers in your band. Um, what l- range of languages do you cover? I mean, it must be very vast. I usually use uh, Sanskrit. That's what the Hindi and Sanskrit, that was what I used last time. But now I sing my regional language called Tamil. Okay, okay. And um, there is Arabic, there is Senegalese, there is Spanish. Yeah. Wow. So and Swedish, of course. Multilinguists. <laughs> Multilinguists. Abdul actually uses three different languages as well in yeah. his song. Fantastic. And uh, I think, Cherry, you've got um, an Indian song. Yep. It's called Indian Song for us. What what language are you singing in, in this? Uh, it's a hin- it's Hindi song. Okay. It's a traditional Hindustani composition, okay. which I learned from my teacher, Abhratita Banerjee. So it's quite traditional stuff, but completely uh, reworked for the band. And it's it's quite tricky in the rhythm, and I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, well, let's give it a listen.
Från Skottland har vi David Foley på flöjt Thank you. 
What a great track. Um, amazing. And so um, all 15 of you have got your own side projects, your own other bands going on. Um, I know, Charu, you've got uh, another project going. Could you tell us a little bit about your project? Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is my second visit to UK. So the first time I came here was with another band called Osha Kuntala, uh, which features a Grammy-nominated slide guitarist, called Pandit Debashish Bhattacharya, his brother Subhashish. And there is another Pakwash player who is a female percussionist other than me called Chitrangana Reshwal. So we both play on the percussion and there is his brother who plays the tabla and there is just one lead instrument player, which is Debashish. Mm. So it was an amazing tour with him. We almost toured for three weeks in and around UK. It was an amazing mm. band. And the actually the record is being produced by a UK company called Riverboat Records. And we've been charting the drops mm. for traditional music. Mm. Okay, okay. So we, should we hear a song? Yeah, it's it's a track called Amantran from our band. Uh, and uh, it talks more about subtle love. And uh, it's it's a very beautiful track. It's just a duo between me and Devashishji.
um, you're in a band called Follow the Rats. Could you uh, tell us a bit, a bit about what you do with them? Yep, um, Follow the Rats is a project I started two or two years ago, I think. Um, it actually started at SOAS. I met Phil, who's a PhD student at SOAS as well, and he plays the accordion. He's doing his PhD in klezmer music. And um, because he played the accordion, I'd been looking for an accordionist for ages. I just said, do you want to play? And he said, yes. So <laughs> we found a room, which is actually the gym at SOAS. Because <laughs> <laughs> no other rooms are available on Tuesday afternoons. Um, and uh, we just started playing together, and it was really great. He's just such an, an amazing musician, and we just hit it off musically. And he was away on fieldwork, but now he's back. We're just on a roll. So we recorded yeah. a few tunes, and now we're on a roll, and we're we're hoping to go a bit further and to to like get some get some proper things out soon. Fantastic. Um, um, so could we hear something? What yeah. have you got for us? So with Phil, what we do is that we both take tunes that we're really familiar with and that we know. Um, I did my fieldwork in Mallorca. He's done his fieldwork in Berlin on klezmer music. So we kind of mix all the musical cultures we do, a bit like in Waldensband, mm. but we're only two. Okay. So in this tune, um, the tune I brought in is the first tune, which is a Mallorcan jota, which is um, just a very simple tune. I play it on a Mallorcan flute, cane flute, that were played by the shepherds. And Phil brings in a second tune, Sonny's Mazurka, which is an Irish Mazurka. And uh, we, when we first played it, it sounded so cute and so sweet that we decided to play it like a little barrel organ. Like, I don't know if you can imagine yourself in a market, people selling flowers and this guy playing the barrel organ. Well, that was what we wanted. So <laughs> this is the barrel organ set. Thank you. 
that. It's a lovely, lively ditty there, Cassandra. <laughs> Very nice. So just going back to the Valden's band again um, before we finish the show. So I just wanted to ask you quickly a question um, that, you know, when I was looking on your website, um, it, not only are you like interested in breaking borders of musical traditions and um, exploring different places around the world and different melodies and different uh, folk tunes um but you're also you've said that um that you're trying to push uh, more of a political discourse more of a debate around politics and society and is that expressed in your lyrics or is it more sort of just a a symbol of what you are and it's it's more sort of how we get together as a band and how we present ourselves than the mere music that we play I can't I can't say mere music but it's more about expressing ourselves through music but the expression is beyond music uh, so when we when we stand on the stage when we share the space when we get to rehearse when we interact it reflects as to how cohesive and strong we are uh, because we understand and respect and accept each other so that's much more important in the world and that we are living in to be more cohesive and strong and you know share unity and still accept each other and tolerate each other so i think that's that's what we share because we we almost stayed together for a month so we have understood each other's good and bad and something that we like and hate and and yet we are able to be and stand together for all these years so that makes us what we are so that's what we had to share more than the music yeah and i think that in many european countries at least um you get kind of quite political extremist parties which are kind of promoting a kind of fear of the unknown fear of the outsider of the foreigner mm. and this band is kind of doing the opposite showing yeah. just how much we can learn from each other i mean sas is all about that as well yeah exactly. um so <laughs> for me it doesn't seem like such a crazy idea because yeah. i've been here for the yeah. last four years but it's true when you're out there in the world actually you don't get that much contact with very different people mm. from very different places and hopefully with this band we're just showing that yeah you can go up and speak to someone who's from senegal someone who's from tunisia mm. someone who's from india and there'll be no problem and you they they'll want to share as much as you want to know about them so Yeah and and one more thing is about breaking prejudice because that's one thing importantly that you know builds barriers between people and between countries and communities so you know once you start becoming prejudiced it's very difficult to judge a person for what they are but this is completely breaking prejudice because you know being together and sharing such a space that's the first thing that we need to do to break prejudice and to know the perf- person as they are mm. so I think it's more about breaking prejudice being in India because that's quite common in our place to have just prejudice about people coming from different cultures. Yeah. It's quite significant that you're playing at Soas as well. Mm. Yeah. The, yeah. Yes. the whole world vibe and come in. Really happy we're playing here. Yeah. That's brilliant. Okay, and so you're going off up north next week to start the UK tour. Um where are you, where are you going? Well, we're taking the train tomorrow to go to Glasgow for a few days rehearsal. <laughs> Magic. And our first gig is in Glasgow on Wednesday at Folk Club, which is actually run by David Foley, the flute player. Um so that's on the 15th and then we're going to Newcastle. We're playing at the Sage um we're playing at the mm. University and we're also playing at the Sage on Saturday. Oh, nice. And then on Sunday Benny. we're playing at Whitby um uh, Music Port Festival. And then we're playing at Sawas, we're playing at Lincoln, Leeds University as well. So mm. it's all up on our website. Manchester well. as well. Yeah, yeah Manchester, Manchester, yeah, Soup yeah, Kitchen soup on kitchen. Friday. Yep. Um, they actually added that gig to their festival. Yeah. Like. I, might, I might be <laughs> heading over to that gig yes, as well. So. <laughs> 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 yeah, but you can get all the dates yeah. if you type valdensband.com. And you've got Facebook as well. We've got yes. a Facebook, yeah. definitely check us out on Facebook. 
Well, thanks so much for coming in, Cassandra and Cherry. It's been uh, been really interesting talking to you. Um, I, like everyone else, cannot wait for the concert. Yeah, Monday the 20th of October. Um, and just a last one, uh, is it going to be a record out, another another CD, or um, you can do any well, more recordings? So this one is from a live concert recorded um, last year, but it was released in last spring. Um, we have recorded live the, the last Swedish tour, which is slightly different, so hopefully we'll get something out then, but this CD is already really good, so if you get this CD, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Yeah, and that'll be available at all your gigs. Yes, yes. buy them at the gig. Brilliant. Okay. Hopefully we won't have sold out by then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, amazing. So thank you very much for coming. Uh, this has been the SOAS Concert Series. You've been listening to Alex and Katie at SOAS Radio. We're going to finish now with a song, which is called... Farewell to Govern. Farewell to Govern. Superfly, can you quickly tell us a little bit about this song? Two Scottish tunes, first one is a nice slow march, second one is uh, composed by uh, the Treacherous Orchestra, which is a great Scottish band.